0: Good morning, everybody. We have a higher trade in the grain markets here early on Friday morning. It is 6 30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures up three and three quarters at 560. November soybeans up 11 and three quarters at 1391 and three quarters. September Chicago wheat up 14 cents at 686. September Kansas City wheat up 12 and three quarters at 653. September spring wheat up 17 and a half cents at 911 and a half. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, really appreciate it. Leave me a rating or a review if you have not already. Any sort of feedback would be much appreciated. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you like this video and make sure you subscribe to the channel. Help me to continue doing this, help to grow this channel and spread these videos out. That's the way that YouTube works. The more subscriptions, the more likes I get, uh, the more people see these videos, and that would be much appreciated. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com, go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner for $49 a month. I offer I offer a subscription service. It includes my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. There's a text message service that goes along with this. If you guys are looking for additional content regarding the grain markets and grain marketing, I send out a ton of information for $49 a month. You really can't beat this deal. There's no other uh, obligation. There's no other fee. There's no acreage fee. You don't need to have a trading account. You can be a cash-only grain marketer and follow these recommendations. Uh, Certainly check this deal out this weekend, guys. To uh, get into some of the headlines here this morning, weather continues to be uh, a big deal here, of course. You've got some rains moving across southeast Kansas into Missouri, Illinois, and into the eastern Corn Belt here this morning. Now, following this system, there's really not a whole lot in the forecast in terms of rain for the Corn Belt. You're going to be pretty dry here for a week or so. some of the extended forecasts, the extended GFS suggests that maybe late next week you get back to a more normal type pattern. But there's going to be a week here where a lot of places are very dry. Um, temperatures are going to heat up. It's going to start in, in the northern plains and then make its way into the Corn Belt with these above normal temperatures by the end of next week. So the forecast in general, I'd say, is kind of threatening uh, for the U.S. soybean crop in particular. We know that that late July, early August time frame is very important. If we turn warm and dry, uh, of course, that would be a a threatening deal for the bean crop. And that's why, again, going into this weekend, you know, come Sunday night or Monday, the way that these weather forecasts look uh, will be a big deal again last week's export sales were disappointing. Old crop corn sales, only 139,000. New crop sales, only 133. Um, still, your new crop corn commitments are the best on record seasonally because China has been such a an uh, early and aggressive buyer. China's already booked more than 10 million metric tons of U.S. corn for new crop delivery, and that accounts for uh, about two-thirds of the total. So you've got a huge book of new crop corn commitments already. Um, old crop soybean sales totaled only 22,000. New crop sales, 291. Nothing Impressive there, but uh, new crop soybean sales are actually a little bit ahead of where they were last year. Wheat sales were good at 425. NOPA crush was below expectations last month. That's the National Oil Seed Processors Association. They pegged the June crush at 152.4 million bushels. That was about 7 million below the average trade gas, the lowest crush number since June 2019 from NOPA. You've got pretty tight soybean supplies in this country. That's no secret. I think that's what's responsible for the weaker number here. There are also some who are blaming plant maintenance. I I would say the tighter supply situation is probably uh, a a bigger deal. USDA may have to... Make another revision downward to its old crap crush number. It's been weakening here in recent months, um, so that's one thing to be aware of. More groups are cutting their estimates for Russia's wheat crop. Well-followed group ICAR pegged the crop at 81.5 million, down from 83.5 million metric tons previously. Uh, they're blaming hot and dry weather in the country's southern regions, according to that group. Now, Sovicon did the same thing earlier this week. They went down with their number, uh, down to 82.3 for Russia's wheat crop. USDA is at 85, and they may have to make further downward revisions. Russia is the third uh, largest wheat producer in the world, behind only China or India, or I guess the fourth if you wanted to uh say that the EU is is one country in itself. U.S. jobless claims uh, fell to a 16-month low. Weekly job jobless claims 000, or dropped 26,000 to 360,000 last week, according to yesterday's report. That's the lowest weekly jobless claims number since March of 2020. You've still got labor shortages and supply chain bottlenecks. Uh, they're causing problems for businesses who are looking to ramp up production because you've got a lot of demand out there for everything. I'm going to show you guys just an absolutely phenomenal chart. Um, this is jobless claims weekly. And this is one of the craziest charts you'll ever see. Um, you look at the 2008 financial crisis. I mean, jobless claims on a weekly basis never even hit a million. We hit more than 6 million at the peak of COVID. This just uh, demonstrates what a damaging deal uh, COVID and the lockdowns were for the economy. I mean, that that those weekly numbers that we had here in this time frame, you know, in, in that March, April, May timeframe in 2020 were just absolutely phenomenal. And we're starting to get back down to still very high levels, but more normal. I mean, you're, you're getting back to like where we were in 2008, 2009. So it's it's really one of the more impressive charts or, or crazier charts, pieces of data that you'll ever see out there. Uh, the cattle market um, yesterday, we had some cash cattle that's kind of been the same here for a couple weeks. Um, uh, 123 in the north, 120 in the south, same deal. The borders mixed yesterday. In the outside markets, we have the S&P up six points ahead of the cash open. The Dow is up 40, bonds down a little bit. US dollar is up a little bit. Crude oil's up 11 cents, 71.74 in the August WTI. Pretty quiet in the outside markets. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. I will talk to you on Monday.